0: Hey Thriver, I am back with another No Extras episode and I'm so glad that you're here. Are you, can you relate to like being similar to me? (laughs) And when I say that, I mean being a recovering, heavy on the ING, perfectionist. Like (laughs) I grew up in a household and I believe in a world where like, excellence is championed. I'm thinking of a quote from shout out to Alicia Butterfield Jones. She always says, uh, Excellence is our baseline. I spent a lot of the pandemic uh, with her on Friday nights with some incredible women inside of uh, her mastered classes. And, um, you know, you grow up in this era where like things need to be buttoned up. I's dotted, T's crossed. And what I've come to learn, not only as a woman, but also as a leader and especially as an entrepreneur oh, my goodness, <laughs> that if you are waiting for things to be all buttoned up, 100%, every I dotted, every T crossed, then you're likely launching too late. And so I have, am, not have, I, I mean, I am, like I said, heavy on the ING. Always in this rhythm of reminding myself that Brittany, done is better than perfect. Progress precedes perfection because perfection doesn't even exist. And so here we are. I am sharing this episode that has been on my heart and mind for weeks. And I must admit that I have thought about all of the you know, I don't even, I won't even call it perfect ways, but like preferred ways. You know, it's like, oh, I would prefer to, you know, bring in our videographer and rent out a space and maybe even, you know, make this a live episode recording and have some special guests. And I had all these people in my mind that I wanted to invite into this conversation. And I thought, you know, I'm sitting in the concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Right now, in this moment, so I'm, I'm sitting in New York. It is. I'm just going to give you all the details. You know, this is this is this is one of those episodes, no extras and all the tea. Okay, um, it is 12:02 a.m. <laughs> and I have a 6 a.m. flight, and so uh, perhaps I'm a bit wired, but I also feel very much that you know we're launching tomorrow, so. It is um, technically the fifth of December. We're technically three minutes Eastern time into the fifth, but um, I feel still feel like it's it's Monday night and not quite Tuesday morning just yet. And on the fifth later today, we're going to be launching our brand new season. We've renamed the show. There's just so much happening here. And I thought, well, one, I really want to have an opportunity, one, to say thank you to you. You know, we are closing one chapter and beginning another one. And I have so much gratitude in my heart for you, you as a listener, you as a guest, You as a client, you as a friend, a family member, just someone who has supported not only this show, but someone that has supported Career Thrivers as a leadership development firm and someone who has supported me as a leader since 2019 and for some of you even before that. So I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for being a part of this platform, podcast, show, community, you know, wherever you you are you are finding yourself connecting with me here. I want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up, for sharing for your enc- encouraging words. I mean, all of this helps to keep me going and also the partnerships. The partnerships help to Expand our work. It helps to make our our work at Career Thrivers more visible. It helps us to create more impact, and this show is a part of that. So when I reflect on, I started this podcast in 2020, at the height of the pandemic. It was March, and I remember sitting there. I left my comfortable. Many of you know the story. You know, full time. Six figure, amazing benefits, brilliant people, exciting work, corporate role in 2019 to go all in on this vision and this faith of, yeah, I I think I can do this. I think I can build and create a company that partners with corporations to create thriving cultures where people are excited about coming into work, where people feel fulfilled in the work that they're doing, where people believe that they belong in the space, where people get to do their best work because they aren't hindered by aspects that are not inviting for them to show up fully and authentically where there isn't an inclusive culture. And so then 2020 rolls around, (laughs) my first full year in business. And I vividly remember For me, it was uh, mid to late February that speaking engagements and, and other engagements that were on the calendar for this incredible year with this great plan. I had just come out of this accelerator program, and I was really excited about the year, and things started getting canceled, and well, what, what not quite in February things were getting postponed I was I started to get the emails like, oh you know we're not really sure if we're gonna get to have this event, there's some things going on we're we're kind of on hold right now and then by the first week of of March, as we all know now um things actually got canceled and I remember sitting there and thinking, you know, not only what am I going to do definitely had a lot of that like w- what am I going to do, but also what have I done <laughs> That was the other question that was top of mind for me. Like, girl, what have you done? Like you had opportunities. You had leaders calling you like leaders that you didn't even know that they knew you sending you emails to meet with them to talk about roles that would be opening up in their business unit to have you on their team. And you took the severance package, (laughs) you know? So I had a lot of that going through my mind at that point, but one thought that kept coming to the forefront was, well, you've said for a really long time that you wanted to start a podcast. You've said for a really long time that you, you know, wanted to connect and, and build community around this idea that yes, you can work at an organization and have a career where you are boldly thriving and not just barely surviving. And I remember thinking, well, it looks like people are going to be at home or at the least they'll be, you know, utilizing zoom more often. Let's do it. So we, 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 we launched and it was very, I guess, still, as it is in some respects, you know, modest and growing and, and just taking action on an idea and you have shown up, you've subscribed, you've shared. And so I really want to say thank you because this space was really born out of that desire to say, hey, people are experiencing work and life in ways that they never have before. And how can we share stories and how can we share business, career and leadership insights that help to foster a community of people that are thriving in the work that they choose to do. And so this journey has been one of curiosity for sure, discovery, connection. And it's also been one of learning how to be consistent. One of the biggest lessons that I've learned on this journey of I'll say three years-ish, right? Starting in 2020. And I say ish because as you know, if you you've tuned in, especially to the to this current season, I kicked off this season talking about consistency and, and coming back. And so I definitely learned I'm well, probably one of my biggest lessons in starting. The Career Thrivers podcast, formerly. And of course, we now have a new name. We are now the Let's Thrive Together show. And so um, I'm excited that you're here, that you're still subscribed, but also looking forward to you sharing this out with your community, your network, your church, your company, your organization, your team, right? Because this is all around uh, leadership and authenticity. And I'll share more about what this next season is about. But one thing that I've learned for sure in this. Journey of of building this space and place for us to spend time like this together has been about the power of consistency and how sometimes we need to invest in systems that can support our consistency. I remember when I originally took quote unquote a break, which a lot of shows do, right? They'll they'll power down a season and take some time. They'll maybe you know throw out some best of episodes or create other content to keep their audience and community engaged and then come back for their live shows. And that was my original intention that I looked up and over a year had passed. And it was like, okay, girl, <laughs> like we got to get back going. And um, what I learned in that time frame, and I hope that this helps you if, if you again are, 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 are somewhat wired with this through line of ambition Resilience, determination, independence to a degree. I think sometimes we can do ourselves a mental and emotional disservice when we believe that our ability to maintain the intensity of something or the growth of something is directly connected to our capability. And sometimes our consistency has nothing to do with our capability, but it does have everything to do with our capacity. And one of the ways that you expand your capacity is through investing in partnerships, through investing in team. And so that has been one of my biggest lessons that Brittany... Nothing is wrong with you, right? Of course, there are topics that you want to talk about. Of course, your divine deposit is your, is your voice and and speaking and teaching and, and everything about this world of podcasting or having a show, you know, is directly aligned with that. And at the same time, your capacity now that your business is back in your client's offices and you're traveling and you're growing the team and you're taking the business to the next level, your capacity looks different. And so in order for me to sustain a rhythm that would align with being able to show up for you, which is what I, what was on my heart and mind to do, it's like, okay, well, let's make a gut call here. Like let's, let's say yes to that instinct of perhaps I need to bring in a team. Perhaps I need to bring in a partner that can help me to do this. And so that's exactly what we did. And so Epic Network is this incredible network of shows and podcasts that is led by Jessica, who is an incredible leader um, of Insta podcasts and she and her team have partnered with me to bring you this show every single Tuesday. And so being able to see our ideas come together, being able to share the vision of of what this space is and will become and to share that with a dynamic team of creatives and people that really get it and can run with it has been one of my biggest lessons in this show. And so I'm so excited to be transitioning from the Career Thrivers podcast to the Let's Thrive Together show. Now, let me share with you just for a second about you know, why we emphasize, why I emphasize the word show, you are likely listening into this on maybe Apple podcasts or Spotify or Google podcasts, or you might even be watching me right now via video on YouTube as well. And one of the visions that I have for this space and our community and, and, and you as a listener or a viewer is that, uh, we'll, Bring this show to the big screen, so we'll bring it to well to the big screen TV, right? Um, and of course, there are all kinds of streaming platforms and, and companies to to do that. Um, and so, I'm excited about that possibility. I'm excited to be able to create content that is not only um, engaging and educating, but also empowering and equipping. You as a leader to go to that next level in your career and business. And so I am excited about being in this process of looking for a partner to do that, you know, and you might be that person. So I'm sharing it. I'm sharing it with you, right? We're embracing all, all of the, the newness of uh, taking bold moves. Okay. <laughs> sharing your, your vision and your dreams out loud, all right? So uh, this is a show and we want it to be on TV and on Amazon Prime and on Netflix and all of the things so that you get to hear from leaders that you can relate to. Because I certainly understand what it's like to be listening to someone's journey when they're in their prime, even post-prime, right? And one, feeling inspired and also, right, sometimes I believe, and I think it's, it's natural in some instances to question or to have a limiting belief around, oh, well, that's their story, or of course they were able to do that, or sure, you know, they've, been able to have this great success because that's them and kind of detaching the possibility from yourself that you could achieve something at that level or or, or status. And I think one of the Benefits of tapping into the stories and the successes and the achievements and the results of emerging leaders, right? We'll have executive leaders on and people that are in their prime and post prime as well, but also people that are approaching their prime, people that are still trying to figure out what their prime looks like, right? And I think that all of those stories, especially when it comes to emerging leaders really matters so that you get this sense of like, okay, we are in this together right? And hence (laughs) the new name of the show, right? We are thriving together that um, we are lifting as we climb, not after we've gotten there. And so I'm excited that you're here. I'm grateful that you're here. And, and also, right, as we think about where we're going and growing as we move forward, I want to hear from you. And so we've created some ways that uh, you can tap in with us, right? So of course, info at careerthrivers.com. You can always send an email there. But now we also have a space and a place where you can leave feedback f- and I'll be getting it. So you can share topic suggestions. You can share Guest requests, right? If there's someone that you want to hear from, or maybe there's a leader at your company, you're like, listen, this person has a really powerful story. Would love to hear them share it. Let us know, right? You can tap in with us. Also, we have an incredible blueprint on how you can increase your visibility and influence, right it's called the blueprint to more visibility and influence that we want you to tap into as well it is a comprehensive guide on authentic leadership that will take you through everything from developing your brand to more confident speaking to really deciding and aligning on your message right the story of your professional journey that you want to tell whether you're in an interview or whether you are recording a video for your business Right. And so I am so, so thrilled again that you're here. I'm excited about this next and new season. And as we think about this new drop, right, uh, Let's Thrive Together, this is really a movement. It's a commitment for me to you, a commitment, hopefully, uh, that you will contribute to this space and really explore what I believe is is a multifaceted Approach to career development. You know, when I think back on the naming of the company Career Thrivers, it was really about this acknowledgement of what it means to thrive, right? And so for many of us, thriving in our life every day, right? When we think about the vision of the life that we want to live, it is inextricably linked with thriving in your career. And I learned early in my career, relatively early within the first decade, that I was building my career the wrong way, you know? And you may have a different opinion on this, and that's welcomed here. Listen, we we welcome different opinions and ideas. That's how we grow. Right? We don't grow in the echo chambers when we're only hearing the same thing and agreeing with everything that we hear. So I love hearing ideas and thoughts that are different, ideas and thoughts that challenge my own. They are welcome in this space. You are welcome in this space. But I learned about 10 years into my career that I looked up and I was trying to build my life around my career. I was trying to make decisions about how I would live, what I wanted my life to look like based on career opportunities, based on roles that were available, based on cities that maybe I would want to relocate, but I'm not really sure. Let me see what the job looks like or who the team is or what the work is. right. I was building my life around my career and I had some disruptions that really taught me, really showed me what it meant to build my career around my life right? And that really starts with having a vision for the life that you want to live. There's one of our top rated episodes is an episode, I think that I did in 2020. So it's been a while ago, but it's an episode around creating the vision of your life, creating a vision for the life that you want to live and building your career around that, right? So when you think about this I, this topic of career development and what it means, it includes that lifestyle design. It includes what you see for yourself in terms of your personal growth, which at Career Frivers, we believe is inextricably linked with your professional growth and with your leadership development. So, that's why we're here. And we believe that we thrive better together. And so when we dive into these conversations, we hope that in this new season that they will challenge you, that they will inspire you, that they will empower you. And uh, this is an invitation. This is an invitation for you to stay connected with us. This is also an invitation for you to share about this community with your peers. Now, I mentioned that I am recording today's episode. <laughs> at the, I'll just say at the top of the morning. Okay. Um, and, but it's also the end of the year. It's the end of the year. It's actually, uh, December the 5th technically. And this is usually a time of year when for many of us, what I've noticed, especially in working with more executive leaders, when we think about our, um, a lot of our client partners, right? Like there's a lot of emphasis put on 2024, right? And what's next. And for many Fortune 500 organizations, especially when you tap into like the marketing side of the business, a lot of those teams did their operating planning for the, for the previous year. So, or for the following year for 2024 around like Q3, right? So for a lot of companies, Right when we think about enterprises, their you know goals are relatively set by this time. If not, they usually are set by this time. They have a sense of what their strategic objectives are, what their you know plans are going to be for the following year. Like that's really been mapped out, and usually, right now this will depend on your organization. And if you're an entrepreneur, it can look even more different, right? But usually this is around the time that you start getting into conversations around year-end reviews, right? So many of the organizations that we work with at Career Thrivers, they're having those conversations right now. So there's, there are a lot of self-assessments that are happening. There's scheduling happening for self-assessments with your direct supervisor. There may even be scheduling conversations about scheduling in January, but those conversations are happening. And what I find to be interesting is how when we think about our year in review, sometimes as leaders, we don't do our due diligence to really pause and reflect before we transition into what we want to do and see next. And it's easy to do, especially if you are someone who's ambitious, someone who says, you know what? I've got big dreams, big goals. I want to increase my influence. I want to amplify my voice. I want to create more impact, not only in my company, but in the world. And if you are a part of our thriving community here, you probably can relate to all of that, right? And my question to you would be, have you had an opportunity? Have you taken the time? this year to sit down and reflect on how this year has been what your impact has been for 2023 not these blanket statements that we say or that I've you know heard countless times like oh this was a really rough year or oh you know here I, you know I I did this one or two things this year that I'm really proud of like really sitting down and thinking about month by month by month how did the year go based on if I look month to month to month, what were the wins and results of that month? Who did I connect with or cultivate a deeper relationship with in that month? What lessons did I learn in that month? And maybe what were some of the top challenges that I had in that month? And I mean, January through end of November right? Making the time. And so as this year draws to a close, I really want to encourage you and share some tips around how you can write your own year end review. All right. Now I want you to let me know if this is helpful. And if it is, I'll do a part two. Again, the recovering perfectionist in me was working on an entire template that I could share with you so that you can actually write out and map out your own year end review. And I'm like, Brittany, you can get the team to finish that or you can record the episode <laughs> and get it out. So I decided to record the episode and get it out. So here it is. And, and if you let me know that, Hey, Brittany, that year in review template is something that I'd like to have. Please send it to me. You know, if we get enough of those, then I would be open to doing a part two and walking through that guide with you. All right. So this process is really reflective. And I think that this is important before you start, you know, writing out your 2024 goals or your resolutions or even, you know, doing your vision board, whatever your kind of beginning of the year practice might be or planning for the beginning of the year. I think it's really, really important to sit down, make the time and to acknowledge what happened this year, right? To really unpack it, to learn from the challenges, but to really have a mindful year end review. Okay. So let's walk through this and kind of talk through some of the things that you'll want to think about. And these are lists that you can go ahead And start to create, I mean, even before you have a template or a guide, right, there's some things that you can, can go ahead and pull together. And this is really important. I'll tell you, um, I'll, I'll start with why I took a page from, from Simon Sinek. So, you know, if you work in a corporate organization, you likely have a process in your company for this. And I have experienced both as a corporate people leader, as a corporate professional, And even as a consultant of corporations that oftentimes team members, employees, and even people leaders can have a check the box approach to this process. And I'm talking about inside of corporations. What does that look like? Well, HR sends the template down to the regional leaders, the regional leaders send the templates down to the people leaders and the people leaders may send an email or have a, you know, include on their weekly call to their team. Hey, it's self-assessment time, complete this year end review, self-assessment. And oftentimes, because, and I, I can understand it, there's so many things that are going on. It's the end of the year, depending on the business unit that you work in. Like I spent a lot of my corporate career in sales, you know, you're trying to get to the finish line, right, of those goals, that it can feel like, oh, it's just something else to do, right? So I'm just going to like, you know, check the box, but really that ends up looking like, I'm just going to write a couple of sentences here. I'm going to, you know, give myself a number rating if your company does that, or, you know, I'm going to just kind of quickly go through the document, right, is what it looks like. And so what I want to encourage you to do is to, one, think of this process as your own, Right. Knowing that even if you're leveraging a template or a guide from your organization, know that you are going through this process for you. Right. And this is important because as a leader, this is really where you understand the texture, the impact, the scale, the depth and breadth of your results for the year. And sometimes those results are quantifiable and sometimes they are not. And I don't know about you, but oftentimes I don't do a good job of celebrating or even acknowledging the results throughout the year. Why? Because we're ambitious. It's like on to the next one, you know? So one of the whys in you reframing your mindset around this process is so that you have a record of your impact. Okay. And I really want that for you because one of the things that that does is it helps to banish self-doubt and shrinking thinking right? When you can quickly go back to a document and say, oh yeah, wow, my customer did say that about me. Wow, I was able to deliver that result. Wow, I was able to achieve that. Wow, I did get nominated for that. Wow, that person did send in a really nice testimonial about my business, right? When you can go back and have one consolidated place where you can remind yourself of just how amazing and dope you are, it completely shifts how you approach what's in front of you, regardless of the year that it is, right? So that's, that's one of the main reasons why this becomes so powerful and why it's a part of you owning your development. So this has nothing to do with your manager. It doesn't have anything to do with your customer. Now, let me come on around to the entrepreneurs just for a second, because I know we have several that listen into the show. This is for you, and it's also for your business. Because one of the things that you'll notice in this process, and I love doing this process for career thrivers because it helps to remind me of why we exist, (laughs) you know, especially when you get in the, the thick of your work and work can get challenging, clients can get challenging, you know, it's like, this is why we do this. And I needed this reminder. It also helps you To have an opportunity to potentially make shifts in your messaging, right? Or to amplify certain aspects of your business impact and the way that you serve your customers or your clients that maybe you didn't even realize, right? Because you are making the time to be mindful, right? You are creating the time to think and to reflect and then to write it down. Okay, so that's why this process is so, yes, it's a simple process, but sometimes it can be challenging, but it's very profound, right? It's going to help you to shift your mindset. It's going to help you to shift your approach and it's going to give you a record of your results that you can leverage in many different ways. You know, corporate working professionals, whether you're corporate government or nonprofit, right? The same is true for you. You'll have a record of your impact and your results that you can leverage for that next job interview. Whether you're going for a promotion inside of your organization or you're transitioning to a different business unit or you're, you know, maybe you unfortunately were on a layoff list. You haven't touched a resume, right? Now you find yourself in that position. What have I done? What is the impact that I created? What was the feedback that I got? You have a record of that that it that is in one place, right? And as a visionary, it really helps you to create expansive impact by having that document so that you can really double down on where your sweet spot is, all right? So that's why this is so important. I just wanted to make sure that I kind of fully... Communicated that with you because depending on your point of reference, right? And and for you know, for for some of us, it's different. You know, I I often have to have to remind myself, like Brittany, everybody didn't grow up in corporate, (laughs) you know. And it's like I I, kind of did. I kind of, you know, uh, my my first job out was at a Fortune one hundred, you know, company, and so a lot of the things that just became my kind of normal in terms of navigating work, career development, all the things, um, isn't always everyone's experience. So I wanted to just pause and kind of level set so that when you hear the, the, even the language of year end review, we're, we're speaking the same language, right? We're we're coming from the same place. All right. And so the other thing that I would say is, um, well, Let's let's first kind of kind of take a step back and talk about what what's in it, like what you want to include. So I mentioned, <coughs> excuse me, the lists, right? So the first thing that you want to think about that that's going to come to mind is reflecting on your achievements. All right, so you want to think about, and I find it most helpful to go month by month. And so I'm going to give you some practical ways to approach this in this episode. Okay. In terms of what you want to include in your year interview. So what I found helpful is to go back to January of 2023 and I look at like really like three things. This might sound super strange, but I'm just going to give you how I do it. And then you, you take what serves you best. So I have my email pulled up. I have my calendar pulled up. I have my phone out in terms of like photos, right? Cause we live in a mobile first age. And so I'm going through those three things, my emails, my calendar, right? That's like tracking of all of the meetings and all of the things. Um, usually I'll have like our file storage bank pulled up as well. If they're like documents or other things that I want to reference Um, And then my phone for like, you know, photos or other documentation that might be in my phone that just really brings back to remembrance for me. Oh yeah, this is where I was. This is what I was doing. This is what I took from that time period. And I go month by month, right? And this is what you want to start with. Think of this as a brain dump. Okay. If you've done any type of planning process, right? It's kind of that first layer of let me just get everything out on paper, right? If you, you know, it's very similar. I'm thinking about another example of writing a book, right? Like the first draft is meant to be where you get the ideas out on paper, right? It's the draft, okay? It's not the final. So don't think about making this pretty. We're not thinking about design. We're not thinking about, you know, how this is going to come together. We're not thinking about synthesizing the information. We just want to get it all into one place, right? A record of it. Okay. Then I want you to think about, so you're thinking about all of your achievements month by month, right? And then I want you to think about in those achievements, like what results, what impact did you create? Either for your team, your customers, your clients, Right. What did that look like for every month? And then what challenges did you face? And what lessons did you learn? Right. You can put achievements, results, challenges, lessons learned for each month. Right. You're putting those down. And then the next one, so the fifth one would be relationships. And listen, if you are part of our Insider Thrivers, which you can head over to uh, let's thrive together.com. Right. To tap in. But we talk a lot about relationship capital and how it is the key for elevating your visibility, elevating your influence, your impact and your income as a leader, whether you are inside of a corporation or you're building a company. Okay. So you want to make sure that, okay, month by month, where have I cultivated relationships, like literally putting names down? And one of the things when I was doing this exercise this, that this helped me with, quite honestly, is like some people I needed to follow up with. I'm like, oh gosh, man, September, you know, it's like I was at this confer- conference and I met this person and we hit it off and there may have been one email exchange, and we didn't circle back around, right? Like it's, it's, it is it's a great way to track, but also to remind you, right, of Relationships that you want to carry over and continue to cultivate throughout the end of this year into next, right? And also, the reason why that uh, relationships bucket is so powerful as well is because this is a great time to send that email to say, hey, it's the end of the year. You're on my mind. I hope that you're doing well. Have a happy holiday. Would love to reconnect at the beginning of 2024, right? So, it gives you that opportunity to re engage if you need to, okay? then I want you to think about your personal development, right? So this might be areas where you had a focus or it might be in terms of improvement, or it might be an area where you want to express gratitude. Like I really grew in this area, you know, but I want you to be mindful about your personal development in this process as well. Okay. So those are some elements that you can reflect on and think about including in your year end review. And then as you're writing out, right, for each of those months, right, so January through November, you have those five areas. Then I want you to, after you do that, think about for the year, right, as you go back through what you listed for each month, what are your top five Okay, what are your top five achievements, top five lessons learned, top five relationships cultivated, top five results? Okay, and that is what we're going to use to not only reflect but to refine your communication around your year. I cannot overstate the power of you getting clearer on how to more clearly communicate about you <laughs> and how that will improve your relationship capital. I mean, by leaps and bounds, right? So you go from saying, oh, 2023 was really rough to saying, you know, when I reflect on 2023, the top three things that I'm proud to have accomplished are boom, boom, boom. And through those accomplishments, there were some challenges. My top challenge was boom, boom. But through those challenges, I was able to learn, boom, boom, boom. And here are the results that I'm proud of. And I'm looking forward to 2024, where I'm really going to be honing in on continuing to develop these areas and continuing to be grateful for working at such a dynamic organization. Like, how much different, h- how much more impactful is that language and communication, not, not only on like your actual results, but on your own emotional intelligence, right? On your level of self-awareness, on your ability to be able to clearly and compellingly communicate your last year. So I don't want to belabor the point, but I hope that this has been helpful for you so that you can write your own year end review. And like I said, let me know. You can send an email at info at careerthrivers.com or you can send me a DM over on Instagram I'm at Brittany N. Cole, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-N and then Cole, C-O-L-E, N is in no. <laughs> so Brittany N. Cole, send me a DM. Let me know if this is helpful, if you'd like a part two and we will put that guide together for you just to give you a way to pull this all together, right? And think of it as almost like a little report for yourself. (coughs) Excuse me. And then yes, feel free to share it with your leader or you can pull parts out of it and even share it uh, with your clients and customers. If you have a customer facing your interview that you share as well. So, um, would love to help. To be a part of that, uh, for you and to serve you in that way, so that you can position yourself and communicate about yourself and your business and your leadership in the best light. And again, that the reporting process of it is really where everything comes together. But you don't want to start with that, right? I know sometimes it can be, especially if you, you know, really creative and you, you know, you got a good Canva account. Listen, <laughs> you know, you can get um, very visually expressive in terms of how you communicate your ideas, but you re- you want the you want the story to be impactful and you want it to be compelling and you want it to be clear. right And so this process of going through each month and then taking that and saying, okay, what are my top fives And then leveraging that to create your message around your year, And then packaging that up into a report, a document, a tangible item that represents you, that's vibrant, that has a great photo, or maybe you even want to put this together in a video, right? Your, your options become endless, but I want to help you get started with the meat of it. And then you can decide how you want to express it, whether it is something that you keep on your hard drive or it's something that you, again, put into creative video format or share on a document. There are tons of ways that you can do that, but I want to primarily encourage you to make the time for the process, right? Schedule time with you, pull up those documents, reflect on your year, and really understand for you, right, how this year has helped you to become a better leader, how this year has helped you to get closer to your vision, and what potential shifts you want to make as we move into the next year. But before we get there, right, let's fully reflect, hold space, be mindful and grateful for this year. All right. So as we eagerly anticipate this new season of the Let's Thrive Together show, let me just share a quick sneak peek in terms of what you can expect. So we are diving deep into the heart of authentic leadership. What does it mean? What does it look like? What are practical ways that you can bring more of who you are to what you choose to do? And how do we explore stories of transformation in business through that authenticity, right? And so that's what I'm so excited about sharing with you and like I said, I want to do more of this. I want to do more of these kind of right now, I'm just calling them no extras episodes where I get to talk with you directly. And if you have questions that you want to ask or submit during this time, would love to answer those as well. Again, you can send those over to info at careerthrivers.com or DM me directly on Instagram would love to hear from you. And I'm excited about this new season. Make sure you check out our trailer and check out all of the new episodes that'll be dropping every single Tuesday with some no extra episodes in between. All right. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you being a part of this journey. If you want to support this show, if you're like, yes, this was good, this was helpful, then one of the best ways to support this show is by leaving a review, leaving a five-star rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts, and then to share this with a friend, all right? So until next time, I will see you soon and let's thrive together.